You're a Seinfeld guy? Our coworker, her uncle's Lloyd Braun. Wow. She told me that randomly at a bar. I was like, what? You should have told me that years ago. <laughs> what difference would that make? I don't know. <laughs> but it's something I'd feel If only like I knew that years ago, my life would be so different. Everything else would be different. <laughs> Alphabetical, I want to be your man. Hello and welcome back to Alphabetical, the podcast where we're covering all the Beatles songs alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm L. Adam. And I'm John. And I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Alex Robinson. I remain L. Adam and today we're talking about I Want to Be Your Man from 1963's With the Beatles. This is a McCartney-Lennon joint. Yeah. Um... Is it actually McCartney-Lennon? That's how it's... Is it McCartney-Lennon or Lennon-McCartney? Yeah, McCartney-Lennon. I, I went on how you provided me the note. I don't know. Where did that come from? It's a, a Lennon-McCartney. Spreadsheet. No. Spreadsheet's all wrong. Ah. John, you're saying it's Lennon-McCartney? Are you confirming this on the internet? I am confirming, con, confirming. I am confirming it. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I was given the wrong information by right. Pete the Retailer. <laughs> we have updated... This is your latest up-to-the-date right. information. That's just in. Lennon-McCartney. Breaking news. <laughs> They um, want to be your man. Yes. Leno McCartney. Leno. Leno. Leno McCartney. Leno Carson. Uh, Ringo. Leno McCarson. Leno McCarson. Yeah, it's a Ringo song. McRingo. So, Adam, that's why you're excited. I can see it on your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, John and Paul wrote it, like, if you read the story, it sounds like they wrote it just kind of like in the corner of the studio for the Rolling Stones. Right. That, like... The Rolling Stone, what is it, their manager or something, like ran into like John and Paul were just kind of walking down the street and he was like, Hey guys, come with me. The Rolling Stones are recording an album and they need a song. And they're like, Okay, we're coming. And they like just went and they're like, Hey guys, can we write you a song? Okay, hang on. They just went in the corner and came back with I Wanna Be Your Man. Yep. I and like the little playlet you perform. I like the um yeah, I like the fact that agents sound like that, no matter what country they're hey. from. They're just like, hey, these guys, these boys are doing good. Hey, yeah, those Beatles are chopping on a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Rolling Stones back here. They need a song. I want you to write it. You know that guy with the lips? Uh he's looking for a new song. Hmm. Um they did, yeah. They wrote I think they wrote most of it, and then they the yeah. the stones were like, We like it, and then they went like like in the corner for twenty minutes and finished it. Yeah, they like thirty did up according to them. That sounds a bit generous. I think so, you're being like two minutes. And probably two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so then, what happened from there? So then they recorded well, it and released. And the Beatles it. recorded it again for themselves. Mm-hmm. See, I've never been a big Stones guy, so I, I know like. <laughs> Apparently, this is what. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've heard that about you. Oh shush. This is apparently what inspired this, the Rolling Stones themselves to take up songwriting because they're like, it's that easy? You just walk over into the corner <laughs> and the corner. you have a, a <laughs> That's song? all you do. Walk so this over was, after the this, they started writing, started writing their own material. So, huh. uh, yeah. From Mighty, from Tiny Acorns. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that about you. <laughs> um, yeah. That, uh, John, of course, was less than complimentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Rubbish? John, no. John said it was a throwaway. Close enough to rubbish. We've heard that about well, you. For Lennon, that's pretty good, though. <laughs> it was a throwaway. The only two versions were Ringo and The Stones. That shows you how much importance we put on it. Ouch! We weren't going to give them anything great, were we? Mm-mm. So, he dismissing both his own songwriting ability, or his own songwriting uh, uh, output and The Rolling Stones and Ringo in one breath. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. He doesn't no, like I'm it. No, I'm saying I don't like his oh, statement. Okay. Right. 
Uh, I I came across an interesting quote from Paul McCartney that I want to run through the one run in front of the group to see. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Words don't really matter." He was interviewed about this song, and he was like, "Words don't really matter. People don't listen to words. It's the sound." Mm. So, what do you guys think about that? You agree? Like in pop songs, do words really matter? I well, agree. The that, panel. Let's hear the thoughts of the panel. Be I agree first. that Paul thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree too, and it, for for most of the time it works, but. If you start to listen to Paul's solo stuff after the Beatles, the the balance of the Beatles is gone, and the funny words really just they just stick in your head, you know, like saying soup and puree, cats and kittens. It's like, it's like I like the song, but what, what's with those words? <laughs> just, what does "Maybe I'm Amazed" mean? But do you think those well, songs? Like, do you yeah. think those songs would have been improved by having better words, or do you think it was just that they weren't catch like? They would. Like, I think they would have been improved because it's my like, love. One, so it's so blatantly like a placeholder, right? But then it's like, yeah, forget it. I won't even right. fill it in. I'll just have scrambled eggs and <laughs> cat and kittens. calling again. How come he didn't do a song called "Scrambled Eggs" after that? Like. After scrambled eggs was such a, like it was a su- su- successful placeholder that's taken <laughs> right. his part in like legend. Yeah, how come he just didn't do a, do a scrambled eggs song? If nothing else, as we were we know he didn't. But weird Al should totally do scrambled oh, yeah. eggs to the tune of yesterday. Right, finally reclaiming it to its original. Although that's he might not be able to because remember Paul won't give his blessing to Al's song Chicken Pot Pie because Paul's a vegetarian. <laughs> but he can play it live. Yeah, but he can't. He doesn't have his blessing uh, to record so it. Scrambled so eggs, well, scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. I think Paul might have gone one level further. He might be vegan. Scrambled eggs, now. you know, yeah, which exists. And Weird Al is also vegetarian. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, what's with these like vegetarian? Uh, Superstars. <laughs> I'm getting hungry, though. Tonight yeah. on Vegetarian Superstars. <laughs> Hitler. So this is... Uh, what? <laughs> what? Hitler was a vegan? He was vegetarian. I vegetarian. did not know that. Oh, he yeah. was vegetarian. If we're going to do that Hitler podcast, uh, you're totally going to uh, have to get on uh, that. All right. We, well, that's the, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm more of a lyrical guy. <laughs> so wait. So you... So Adam, you did not weigh in. You think lyrics are just yes. as important? Yes. Yeah. You think... Hitler would have gotten Germany behind him if he just had speeches about scrambled eggs and <laughs> soup and puree. And not case in point. Sounds like he already kind of had. Oh, you mean mm. so you're saying he would not have been? It would not, he would not have been as successful. Like he had the rhythm down. Mm. He had the you know the chutzpah, yeah. as he used to like to say, <laughs> right. uh, and and the energy. But it was just like you know balloons. So you're saying and that's all automobile, because... and everyone's like yay. And that's all because Hitler's agent jumped in a time machine. <laughs> Bumped into John and Paul and was like, hey, hey, I need you guys to write hey, a speech. I got a guy back I in the... I got this uh, Hitler here. Yeah. Got to go right. back 20 years. He needs a rally kind of That's thing. That's where they Words got the time important. machine. Remember when we were talking about the them time traveling machine. through time. Although, that, I don't like this dark origin for the time machine. Can <laughs> we get this? <laughs> just scrap all this. It came from Hitler's agent. All right. So getting off Hitler for a minute. Okay. Uh, yes, I want to be your man. Right. Um, I like this. Uh, uh, the, uh, another funny comedy side note is this is uh, they do a direct parody of this in the Ruddles. Oh, right. When when Mick Jagger is being interviewed about the Ruddles giving them a song and he's like, and then they came down, they went around the corner, write, wrote us a song and it was horrible. <laughs> so he never bothered to record it, you know, <laughs> this is a nice little uh, little story. Yeah, I like the um, the juxtaposition, too, of like, all right, so, the, you know, like. John and Paul wrote the song, gave it to the Stones, did it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna dirty it up a little bit." And they're like, "Yeah, they made it like sleazy." And they're like, "Oh yeah, well, we're gonna give it to Ringo." <laughs> it's like equal and opposite reaction, and Ringo is just like all like you know, happy, like perfect, and and I like Ringo's version much better. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, like uh, listening to the two back to back, 
the Beatles. Um, I, I've always li- liked this song anyway, but um, I just I feel like it's it's it's. I mean, obviously it's tighter. Right. That drum beat, that Bo Diddley drum beat is is mm-hmm. great. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's a good song. Have we talked about? I'm not really a big Rolling Stones fan. I know. I, I just, just said you I just said you weren't. <laughs> do you guys? How do you guys feel about the Rolling Stones? Take them or leave them. I've got I've gotten more Probably. into them lately, hmm. but uh, I'm not not the way I listen to music is very different. I'm never going to be a big roll a big Rolling Stones fan. It's on record now. So once like in a couple of years, when you're just like Mister Super Rolling Stones yeah. fan guy, I'm going to be like, "What? You said you're never going to be one." Most most <laughs> I know you were. Most I know from the Rolling Stones is because of <laughs> Wes Anderson films and Twisted Metal Black, right? Because it had Painted Black. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anywho, yes. Rolling Stones did this. Uh, Bob Dylan, apparently, according to the internet, Bob Dylan wrote a song called I Want to Be Your Lover, which was an homage to the song. He did it. And I'm very suspicious of this because the song was written in 1966 and Bob Dylan didn't release it until a box set years later. But it seems like a strange song. Bob Dylan's going to do a tribute to a fairly, not really like. Right. Known song. But although they were hanging out at that point. right? Everybody was hanging out with everybody else. Right, but this is a three years later. Right. I think Bob Dylan's like, oh, I'm going to do a tribute to that song, that kind of throwaway <laughs> number they did from three yeah. years. I'm going to do a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, speaking of everyone hanging out, like the Stones were hanging out with them too, you know? And then right. that was one of the yeah, things they were where friends. like yeah. the, the press always uh, pit them as enemies because it was right. fun and dramatic to do, to do that. But right. um, no, they were chums. Well, musically, what's going on in this song? You mentioned the Bo Diddley... Right. I feel I feel like we we tend to focus a lot on the trivia stuff. And oh yeah, we don't really get a lot into the. Yeah, I mean it's a fairly uh, straightforward kind of, uh, you know, that kind of blues early early R and B kind of influence without being directly. You know, I don't like it when they just do direct kind of like, oh, I'm going to do a a blues song, and it's you know a blues song that's. Are you talking about the Beatles now? Or yeah, the, the Beatles, okay. not the Stones. Um, so I like it when they take that and kind of beetle it up a little bit, Pop much like up. yeah. When, you know, I don't like when, you know, people do cover songs of the Beatles and it's just straightforward, like trying to sound kind of like the Beatles, but they're they're just a bad version of the Beatles. So I don't like mm-hmm. when the Beatles do just kind of like, oh, here's a blues song. I like it when they yeah beetle it up a little. I like the, the mix um, and, you know, the the rhythm and everything. And when, uh, for some reason, one of my favorite things is that little like, guitar phrase, like, you know, after the... Uh, right. Um, it's got a nice like heavy sound. It's That's, almost yeah, like it's Herb Alpert cover double tracked or something like that. But um I like I like the way uh I like the way the song's mixed. Yeah. It's got a good chorus too, that where the where the boys kept turning with the harmonies and stuff, the mm-hmm. other guys. Mm-hmm. Catch you little ditty. Yeah. Do we want to talk numbers? Sure, I'm. I'm the show that was on CBS briefly. Yeah, mm-hmm. what do we give that one? It was a great show. <laughs> Too much it? math. I mm. never oh. watched a single episode. No, I don't know. I don't know. What that's it's actually Num Three RS. Yes, that was a droid from the uh, <laughs> Bounty Hunter. Wrong, Wrong show. show. Um, I'll give it um uh, three and a half, four, three and a half, three point seven five. Can I do that? 
Sure, why not? Speaking of numbers, why don't you go three point one four? No, I want to go higher. I made that mistake last time. I should have given. Uh, I put it in the spreadsheet as, as given, far as he could recite pie. Yeah. It really threw off the numbering system. <laughs> I should have given Honey Pie a three, like over a three and a half. Instead, I went low because for the joke. But this right. time, I want to definitely go high. Three, yeah. three, three point seven five. Okay. That was three point seven five watts. Three point seven five men. Why put up That was that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That was that CBS show. <laughs> Man. Well, fortunately, I'm going to be the wet blanket as usual. I'm not crazy about this one. Mm. It's uh, kind of, again, kind of blends into that early Beatles. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not crazy about with the Beatles as an album, so I'm only going to give it two mans. Mm. Oof. Oof. Wow. Oof, I'm going to give it oof. four men. Mm. Right. George Foreman. I'm yes. going to give it the Foreman Grill. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to give it four and a half, baby. Oh. Comes in under right under two minutes. Uh, yeah. It it gives me some pep. It puts yeah. steam in my boiler. Brevity uh, brevity works in its favor in this case. It's not not because it's bad, but because it's a it's yeah you know, any longer the, the amount of energy that overstay its welcome. Yeah, yeah. It puts some confidence in my my step, mm. my stride. Because you think he wants to be my man. Exactly. <laughs> hear it. It's very romantic. Right. I love it. This could go with Herb Alpert's. Uh, this guy's in love with you. Oh yeah, there you go. Great great lead-in. Oh, yeah, let's bring her back into this a little bit. I, I had uh, a, like a three-day spree where Herb. I just listened to that song constantly. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wish this this is the point where I was like, speaking of Herb Alpert, here's his cover of this, which I like. I don't have one for that. Or here's Herb Alpert. Here he is himself. Herb, what do you think of this song? Uh, yeah, no, I, covers I got this. a good cover. Yeah, Go for it. Well, the you know, alternate version of the Rolling Stones. Don't like theirs as much as the Beatles. But then I found um, uh, there's a band called E. Delfini, which uh, translates into the dolphins. And they look, you know, they're kind of contemporaries, like late 60s. They look kind of like they're trying to dress like the Beatles, except they're a little bit more European. They're Italian. And their suits are kind of like aqua blue. So they look like they're going for the whole dolphin thing. And like, it's like a bootleg beetle. They look almost like a like a Beatles Halloween costume. Like the, wow. the suits are a little bit off, you know. Like, right. Do they sing in high pitched squeaks and squeal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they had the actual title of this track is... <laughs> um, <laughs> if I didn't have a sore throat, I could do that better. Uh, but uh, no, the actual the title of their cover is uh, "Voglio essere il tuo uomo," which is oh, Italian. I want to be your man. How would dolphin speak say that? Yeah, dolphin. That's, I can't do it. That is dolphin. All right, uh, but they do it in English, even though the title is in Italian. They do the song in English, right. and. Um, it's it's fairly it's fairly straightforward, you know, similar uh, enough that uh, I w- I might skip it, except for the fact that the opening, I, you know, a couple of days ago we were talking about the count-in mm-hmm. um, for uh, uh, saw her standing there. They do this, uh, you know, the guy comes out and he's got a thick accent in the count-in singing. You can't tell, but then he comes out. He's like one two three one <laughs> and then it's like it's like one two three one Bam. oh no da-dum. what's the what are the, the musical notes that start out to start this song out anyway so it's like one two three one da-dum. one two three four five six seven one da-dum. one two three four five did did it like it's it's totally bizarre i had to go back and play it like five or six times and i was like wait why is it what that does sound interesting one two three one well, that's the Italian number system, right? Yeah, yeah. space yeah. five. <laughs> Uno, due, tre. Uh, is this on the? Is this on? Catorce. Is this on YouTube? Yeah, it's on the YouTube. Make sure to post it on the Facebook page so I people will. can people can check it out. 
Um, I will try to. And they're called the Flippers? Yes. They're called Shamu and the Flippers, live tonight. (laughs) Um, Why does Shamu keep coming up in my life? (laughs) Because if he doesn't, he'll drown. Yes. Um, Uh, Breathe, don't he? Yeah. Uh, anybody else covers if I want to be your man? Uh, Count Basie also oh. does a cover. Oh. I thought you, that's, I thought you were going to mention that. No, I do. Uh, uh, is that on Basie's Beetle Bag? I don't recall. I don't have the information about the album. But uh, and more, but more along the lines of the, I guess uh, I, I saw on YouTube. There's a band called Little Odessa. Has anyone heard of this band? No, no. I don't no idea about them, but they do a kind of very punky version of it, and mm. I, it definitely captures the spirit of the original. But you know. I've- I walked down the little Odessa steps. Oh, did you really? Very small stairs. With your baby carriage. (laughs) Yeah. I've dined at the Odessa. Hmm. So I I almost like, I I didn't know anything about the band and I I was worried I would bring up, oh yeah, little Odessa. Oh yeah, that that white supremacist band. You know, something (laughs) something where they're like some band that for some reason everyone hates. So thank God. Uh, Dolphins and white supremacists. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Quite a show. Oh. Um, Well, is anybody else, uh, is that it for I Want to Be Your Man? It is. All right. Yes. Well, uh, uh, this is just going to be a rhyming transition. I want to be your man. I want to hold your hand. I half rhyme, kind of, not fully. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, come back on uh, Monday, everybody, for uh, I want to hold your hand by the Beatles. We'll be talking about that. In, in the meantime, uh, in the meantime, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Alpha Beatles on both of those. And uh, Adam's excited for you guys to come back. So uh, he'll. <laughs> He'll see you on Monday. We'll see you on Monday. Everybody take care. Your man. Your man.